This is a podcast where you don't have to be perfect. You can be happy. Make your day count. Encouraging, uplifting, full of joy. You're worth more than you think. This is Entirely Unconventional, and I'm Lindsay Roberts. I pray for something miraculous to happen to you today. Hi, everybody. I'm Lindsay Roberts, and I welcome you to Entirely Unconventional, a very unconventional podcast. (laughs) I'm joined with Melissa Lee here as my co-host, and we have got a lot to talk about, about faith. Now, isn't that something? Wouldn't you expect two Christian women to talk about faith? Well, you're going to hear it from us, but in an unconventional perspective. So thanks for joining me, Melissa. What's up? Okay. Well, today we're going to talk about the who the author and finisher of our faith is. We're going to talk about the incredible power of shifting our perspective to focus on God as the author and perfecter of our faith. And we're also going to, th- I'm going to throw this to you. Uh-oh. There's a profound significance of setting our minds on God's truth And we're going to talk about the transformative power it holds for our lives. So first we're going to hit the power of perspective. I may toss something back that you might not have the exact answer, but we can at least try and hit, uh, 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 you know, second base, if not a home run on this one. But there was something you and I talked about, and this is where I think this is making my brain go. Okay. The Bible says faith. Mm -hmm. He's the author and finisher. Wow, we got to focus on who authored it and who wants to finish it. Yes. He created it. God has given to every person the measure of faith. Mm -hmm. Faith comes by hearing. Here we go. And hearing by the word word of God. Mm -hmm. So if he gave us the measure of faith, Mm -hmm. and I believe he honors our faith, Mm -hmm. I believe he's looking for our faith, I believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith Mm -hmm. is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence not yet seen. That's all scriptural. Right. Let's let's jump a little further into something more statistical than scriptural. Oh, yeah. You and I were talking about when people read their Bibles. Yes. Do you remember those statistics? Oh, man, I do have some of them. Um, So there was, it's called the Bible Engagement Project, right? And they were talking about when you read your Bible one times, two times, three times, and four times a week. Okay. When you hit the fourth time, and we're not talking hours, we're talking 15, 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. or maybe even 30 minutes at the most, is that the rate of... Um, the one that sticks out in my mind, the divorce rate goes down. Go figure that. Okay. But this is the That's one odd. that just boggles my brain. And maybe because back in a few generations ago, mm-hmm. alcoholism was a thing in our family. And thank you, Jesus, it has been defeated. Yes. And so, but four times a week brought the level of alcoholism down 57 and these numbers come from where did you say? The Bible Engagement Project. We were. I think we should do a whole program on it because it brought the I divorce so rate down. It brought uh, family contention down. Mm-hmm. It brought every like mental wellness. I mean, it was well. They call it mental health. Yeah. And so it. So I was like, addiction is affected by reading the word. And Lindsay, one of the things we said was by the washing. Of the word. Right. The water of the word cleanses our mind, fortifies our spirit. It is a supernatural transformative power. And only they 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 did it on not even hours a day, but it was under hours a day, but it yes. was four days a week. One, four two, three, and days four. days a week. And the number jumped on the first day to the second day to the third day, but the fourth day, she's going to see if she can look it up, was mm-hmm. exponential. Now, it's, the reason I said that is because... 
I believe the Bible Mm -hmm. when it says we're to live by faith and that faith Mm -hmm. comes by hearing the word of God. But have we come so far Mm -hmm. in our daily lives Mm -hmm. that we spend so much quality time with screenshots and quality time with text messaging? I can text message you and voice text you something that when I text it and I send it and I realize it, I was literally sending out babbling. Mm. And I thought, you know, I, I just made an eloquent Bible statement and I talked to you and by the time I sent it, it was ridiculous. Mm. But I spend so much time on stuff that could have the meaning completely twisted and totally jarbled up and whatever. Do I spend as much time really genuinely understanding that the just literally live Live by by faith faith. Mm -hmm. and that faith comes or is exercised or made made more manifest, Mm -hmm. more developed one way and one way only. Yes, God's given to every person the measure of faith, but that faith is developed in Mm -hmm. one way only. And that one way is by the word. Mm -hmm. And do we give the word the proper, mm-hmm. I'm going to just use the word respect. Do we give the word the proper attention mm-hmm. with believing that the outcome could be statistically proven mm-hmm. how it affects even situations of our everyday life that we may never have thought of? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm telling you, I can't find the exact statistics, but it affects gambling, pornography. It you were t- reading this. She was yes, reading this I'm to reading me the other this. day. Yes. So sorry, I'm tossing you a curveball here, but it was important to yes. say. And I do. I want to have those. It is so good. And I thought I had, uh, did I send it to you? We'll find it. I have oh, it written down keep through a whole notebook. But we, I'm telling you what. Oh, Lord, it, if you're going to go through our thousand texts. I, from, we may never find yeah. it. The statistics really Even are proved, what I'm going to call staggering. Right. They are absolutely staggering. And what I love, and it's what my husband, who's a physician, always says, when science or statistics catch up with the word of God and confirm the truth that was over 2,000 years ago, it was written there for us. And now in 2023, there are entire uh, statistical reports confirming that man cannot live by bread alone. Yeah. That what but every word that proceeds out, out of the, the mouth of God, God. right? And we yes. know that God has written that word. It's alive and it's active and it's our most powerful weapon, right? So even that, one of the things to talk about here too today, Lindsay, is our perspective, okay? So let's not, in Romans 12, 2 says, don't conform to the pattern of this world, world. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How are we renewing our mind? We are, then we'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Renewing our mind with the washing of the The water of the word. Okay. So we're going to, and then Colossians 3 says our perspective, right? We're going to set our minds on things above and not just focus. Let's not saturate ourselves in the secular so much that we can't, we don't, we're now desensitized. You know, many, many years ago, Many years ago, I recommended a movie to somebody I didn't know very well. Yeah. And um, I was pretty young. 
And they went to this movie and she was like, I couldn't believe they dropped this word a couple times. And I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I was so embarrassed. I don't think I even had Candace then. And I was pretty young when I had Candace. But I remember thinking, I'm so desensitized. I remembered the story. And not the details. It didn't. Now, if I hear all that stuff, it's like somebody throwing something at me. It's an assault to my senses. When we look at television, and I'm not even talking about, you. you like for example, um, how they they describe a car. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, some of the words they use to describe a car, I'm like, <laughs> it's a car. It's got a steering wheel. What are you saying? Yeah. You know, how it's going to do this and do that. I'm like, it's a car. Yeah. It's got four wheels. Right. And you think that words to describe more like a human being mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and I giggle about it, but truth be told, the truth be told is everything that I see nowadays mm-hmm. has progressed in some better ways and mm-hmm. some not so better mm-hmm. ways so far from when I was a child. Well, Lindsay, just what used to be PG in the movies, yeah. now it's G. Yeah. And what used to be rated R is now PG. I mean, it really... It changes. It yes. all accelerates. So, yes. And even kids' shows. We, uh, My daughter has an app. Jillian has a little app. Candace do. And Elizabeth will need one. You yeah. know? But um, they have these apps that it's like a, a Christian parenting group. Yeah. And it'll tell you exactly what they say, when they say it, yeah. um, how many times, if there's violence, if there's nudity. Now, I'm talking, these are children's movies. My daughters are in their 30s. And you were we here were last just night when they about said it. it. Yes. It's not mom approved. Yeah. I'm telling you what, I, the, the older I get, mm-hmm. the less that's mom approved. Right. Because I think of the And it's on TV. That's not even, I mean. I, it's not even on, on like bad rated movies. Uh-uh. And, and, you know, and be family the, channel. We I mean, see I'm, kids, I'm even, look at some of the books that are in school. Oh. I might not even want to go there. So no, let's not. To. But we talk about <laughs> how Not come today. certain scriptural books can't mm-hmm. be there, mm-hmm. but we see other books that we would have called... Spinning a narrative. Yeah, we would have looked at certain books that are in libraries today. First of all, I think it might have created a book-burning contest or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm be, I yeah. didn't know those books existed until recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about certain things like that, I don't want it to be God as the author and finisher of my opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, it, my opinion changes sometimes the way the wind. Mm-hmm. Television's opinion of what sells changes like the wind. Mm-hmm. Television's opinion of skirts. You know, when you look at skirts, mm-hmm. um, it's funny to say, oh, you can't wear a short skirt. At my height... <laughs> Nothing is a short skirt. <laughs> They're all long and nearly my ankle. I'm like, oh, this will skim your ankle. Ankle, yeah, <laughs> mm, this is good. And when they say, you know, when you when you say, you know, oh, these these shoes are perfect for your feet. Have you seen my feet? I mean, so you know, you can look at it and say it's individual, right? Our faith is moved and accelerated. Mm-hmm. By one thing and one thing only, mm-hmm. the author and finishing finisher mm-hmm. of our faith through mm-hmm. the word of God. Faith comes, is developed, is is matured by mm-hmm. hearing one thing and mm-hmm. one thing only, and it is the word of 
the living God. Mm -hmm. And we can get different translations. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes when I want it flowery and when I want it sweet and I feel like a little, you know, vines are growing out, that's kind of the King James to me. Mm -hmm. And other times I look at, at um, the Message Bible and I think, why didn't I say it that way? Mm -hmm. You know, because it's just a different translation, but it's all boiling down to <laughs> God as the author and finisher right. of our faith that comes by hearing the word of God. And I think that we've got to recognize it's not about what he said and she said, go back well, and, to the Bible. And we need the word of God as our barometer for our, yes. for the correct perspective, right? Yeah. We want godly perspective. Because you know what? And I'm not talking just Christian perspective. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people professing Christianity right now yeah. that they're, uh, oh, how do I want to say this? Their opinion interpretation. Yes, thank you. Their opinion supersedes the word of God. So, and their interpretation actually contradicts the yes. word of God. And God does not contradict himself. It doesn't line up with the word. That's what we used to say to the kids. Does this line up with the word? Yeah. What does yeah. the Bible say? Will what does the Bible? Yeah. And you may think that's stuffy. Yeah. Honey, that's life-saving. I think that as the years progress train up a child in the way he'll go. And when he's old, he doesn't depart from it. Mm -hmm. Better get into him early. Mm -hmm. I was, I, I laugh at this. Every time I think of this situation, I think why on earth did God not give me a lot longer legs and better <laughs> shoes to cut and run with? <laughs> so many times I was in a situation with Oral Roberts, my father-in-law, and in that situation, I either wanted to find a big rock to crawl under, or I, I mean, you would not believe some of the things that Christianity, Christians challenged him on, and, and won, and I was in a state of shock on this. Yeah. I was there when they called him a, a heretic, because mm -hmm. they said, you're saying God is a good God. Yeah. Is heresy. Mm hmm And so somebody said to him, so sassy. Why would you say this to him? I mean, Mr. Bible scholar yeah. himself, find it in the Bible. And he said, well, I'll just tell you. And he starts rattling it off. See yeah. the goodness of God in the land of living. Yeah. So it got uglier. And they began to talk about um, different miracles. And that's not in the Bible. Yes, it is. And so he said it. And he now, it was, I mean, his he was memory and his He knew the addresses, as I would ask the children yeah. we were learning. Do you know the address of that address? Yeah. That, that address, the address of that <laughs> He scripture. knew the scripture and the address. I'm always impressed with that. And and so one time he Thousands said, of scriptures. So. Thousands of them. Yes. And, and one guy said to him, if you can show me that in the Bible, and Oral said, okay. And I'm like, please, Jesus, let me run. Please, please, please. Because I knew and it was I know in the he Bible. had it. I knew he had it. And lo and behold, the man looked at him and I thought, where is this going to go? What is he going to say? How bad is this? He was sassy. Okay, I'm not going to say it. He was mean. Mm -hmm. He was mean and he wanted to prove the Bible wrong and mm -hmm. he wanted to prove God wrong and everything. Mm -hmm. And so when Oral proved it in the Bible, I thought, he's never going to believe him. Yeah. He looked at Oral and he said, I repent. Now, wait, it gets way worse. Mm -hmm. Oral said, what do you do for a living? He said, I'm a preacher. Wow. I stood there. I was so proud of Oral. Mm -hmm. If Oral had gotten sassy back, mm -hmm. if Oral had gotten snappy back, mm -hmm. he might have lost that guy. Mm -hmm. But when he, he answered simply with scripture. answered with scripture, mm -hmm. it is written. Well, listen, it changed him. I think a lot of people go to seminary and they lose their faith because it's all a theology class and it's yeah. all like a history lesson and they teach them. 
I mean, I some of that's fabulous, but yeah. does it but, line up with the address no, in the word of no, God? Because I know many a people who are no longer th- their faith has been undermined. I know a high school student that had a situation that the high school student was right. Mm-hmm. And the pastor of the church that high school student went to refused to be wrong. Mm. And that child still has not come back to the mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. We, and it's he dangerous. was, a, he was a, what I would say, a fine young man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when he was right, and something very simple, the pastor just refused to be wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you learned. I pray you learn a lot in seminary. Right. I really pray you do. I know. But this, this, the people that I have talked to who went to different, different denominations. Yes. So they literally teaching the word of God, but not believing in the power of yeah. Christ. That's not the full gospel. I was, I was, I was, I'm going to say suffering mm-hmm. in uh, my physical body. From the time I was maybe, I would say six, mm-hmm. I used to have migraine headaches. Those headaches were, the only word I know how to say mm-hmm. to make sense was debilitating. And and I was allergic to a lot of the medicines that I could have taken for the for the headaches. Mm-hmm. And I used to have to do what I would call my three-day cure. I'd lay down, <laughs> go to bed for three oh days. Oh, my goodness. I would turn all the lights off, shut the room into darkness, put pillows on top of my head, and then reemerge. Three days later, mm. and it was always the same time, and and it would break. I can't explain it, but it mm. was kind of like a thing in my family. So lo and behold, one day I went to my father-in-law, and I said to him, um, Oral, I, I, I have another migraine headache, and I just mm. can't stop it. Will you pray? He prayed, and he says this to me. He said, you're going to have those? For another three days, I looked at him. I'm like, "Oh my, why, why Lord, why?" <laughs> I thought it was the most ridiculous so thing funny, I ever heard of. And he said, "But at the end of three days," so I went to bed. And he said, "At the end of the three days, you'll never have another one." Hmm. He's been in heaven ten years yeah. plus, more than ten years. Yeah. And right now, if he were alive, he'd be well over a hundred. And oh I goodness. still have never had another one of those headaches. That's Why awesome. did those three days matter? I'm going to give you my best theological answer. I don't know, and I don't care. Right. All that, I the matters know is that you don't now. Is that he prayed. And it was true. And it came to pass. Mm-hmm. When you get a word from God that lines up with the Bible, we mm-hmm. have a choice to believe it or not believe it. Mm-hmm. I could have been mad about the three days. Mm-hmm. I could have said, I want it instant. I could mm-hmm. have said, do this, do that. But all I did was I trusted the word of God coming through a man of God. Mm-hmm. And I have never mm-hmm. had a migraine headache since. Mm, I've had some amazing. what I call piddledy headaches yeah. because, you know, the there's allergies outside your right, side right. or the weather changes or whatever. I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm, that goes mm-hmm. away. I'm talking, and I don't want those, but I'm mm-hmm. saying it's, it's never been anything huge mm-hmm. ever. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe a little inconvenient, and I don't like those. Mm-hmm. But... There comes a point mm-hmm. when you have to believe the word of God. It's true. And the person speaking the word of God has to line up with the word of God. Right. And when the person speaking the word of God and the word of God all line up and you believe it, right. I received a miracle. Yeah. And that's that miracle awesome. has lasted many years. That's awesome. That's interesting you say that. I'm looking at, uh, I said something a while ago that they preach the word of God, but deny the power, power of Jesus therein. Christ. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm going to read this scripture. Okay. It says, uh, they act religious, but they'll reject the power that could make them godly. 
stay away from such people. Mm. If Jesus is the author and the finisher mm -hmm. of our faith, and the word of God is our barometer, yes. right? Yep. Then our perspective has to line up with the word of God and it has to line up because there are a lot of people who think Jesus was just a good man. I'll tell you one of the best, worst experiences of my life happened when I was six years old. How do mm -hmm. I even remember this? I don't know. Well, it was a core memory. It was a core memory. Best, worst. There was a puppet show at a church I went to during a summer vacation Bible school. Mm -hmm. I'd never heard a salvation message. I'd been to church, mm -hmm. but I'd never heard of, say, the sinner's prayer message. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, the puppet show was over, mm -hmm. all about Jesus and about, you know, all the little Davy and Goliath mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Cute. Puppet show over. The man came out from the back of the puppet show and talked about Jesus and salvation. I got saved. I remember it. I remember the altar. I remember kneeling down. I remember everything about it. I remember I thought the puppet stand where the puppets were was way too small and hard to see, but mm -hmm. I got saved that day. Wow. Then the following week, um, somebody came and said, you're not really saved because no puppets belong in church and you couldn't have been saved. Like it was irreverent. It was irreverent. Oh, for the heavens. It was the only time I heard... About Jesus. Repeat the sinner's prayer. Yeah. Say these words. I repent in the name of Jesus and you shall be saved. And I thought, I'm confused. Mm -hmm. Okay. If I was confused at six, and fortunately I was able to talk to a pastor. Right. And he explained the whole thing and he didn't care how I got saved. The yeah. point was I got saved. And in the middle of all that, he explained something to me that, and I don't know why I remember this, but that there's a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. But there's one God yes. and one Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if you will listen to Jesus yes. and read the word of God, you'll be okay. That's good. I was and that six. stuck with you. Because he is in Hebrews 12 too, fixing your eyes on Jesus, yes. the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. That's what this whole podcast is about, yeah. is our perspective. Our perspective has to have Jesus. He pointed you direct. He aimed your heart, yes. a six-year-old heart. To who Jesus. Jesus was. He's your Savior, your yeah. Messiah. And, and I've never stuck. gone away from it. Right, it's stuck. That's 306 awesome. 306 years later. <laughs> I'm not that old, but I'm close. No. <clears throat> that is so But I funny. never went away from it because That's you know amazing. what? It wasn't about the puppets. It was about right. the Savior. Yes. If God says he wants the holding place as the author and finisher mm -hmm. of our faith through his son, Jesus Christ, then let's believe it. Do not. Now, Romans 12, 2. Mm -hmm. I want to jump back to what you said yes. before we close this. Do not conform. Right. Do not Boy. conform. Is that any more plain? No. Don't do it. Do mm -hmm. not conform to the patterns of this world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, in the 1920s, I wasn't born yet, but in the 1920s, there were patterns for cars. My dad mm -hmm. was a car dealer. In the 1930s, the cars were different, 40s, mm -hmm. different, 50s, different, 60s. I remember a Lincoln Mercury dealer uh, and, and having, we used to call it the big bomb because <laughs> the Lincoln was so big. Giant. It yes. was giant. And then 70s and then the 80s and then cars got bigger and cars got smaller and mm -hmm. the roads got smaller and the cars got bigger. Uh -huh. I mean, okay, that is a pattern of the mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. I, I never thought when I had a, Telephone that you dialed the numbers in the circular yes. dial. Yes, rotary phones. Yes, that I would old. text message one day on a telephone, and, we and I could find Richard. My husband just texted me. He's 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 heading out at the airport, and boom, I got it. 
Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. I never dreamed that. Mm-hmm. So the patterns of the world can change. But he said, do not conform to the patterns. Right. One reason is, hey, technology will be different in three days. Right. But but be transformed mm-hmm. by one thing and one thing only, renewing mm. your mind through the word yes. of God. And so I want to encourage you today. Mm-hmm. You may be a little confused about how do you get faith? It comes by hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. Do I have it? Yes, God's given to every person the measure yeah, sure. of faith. But I tell you this, if there is any level of confusion, Mm. I believe that Genesis through Revelation, 66 books in the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, can answer any question that you have. I do believe that with my Mm -hmm. whole heart. So I want to encourage you to read God's Word daily. Get a commentary. Get a a concordance, Strong's Concordance, or something like that. It's a lifelong journey. You didn't just receive Jesus then and stop. Yeah. You've pursued. And over the years, I think that was our common like uh, pull to each other is yeah. our love for reading the word books yes. and stuff like that. But it's a lifelong journey of pursuing the Lord, right? Through his word. There are things that change and don't change. Mm-hmm. But the odd thing I was thinking about, and we'll close with this too, is mm-hmm. I giggled because your six foot six inch son... <laughs> was over at the house yesterday with all of us, and we were talking about planning He's something He's so used out. to being around his four sisters. It's nothing to come around here with the three <laughs> girls and Lindsay. All the girls are not He's, as shy. He's known them there literally his entire yes. life. Yes, oh yeah. He wasn't born when we first met. So, <laughs> so yep, exactly. He came along after. and, and They the, let him know that too. Yes, and we, we remind him We knew your mom longer than you. <laughs> and you know what he said to me? He said, I have a sucker in that cabinet back there. I said, you're in the house, aren't you? Of course there is. And you know what? That started out when he was, he had gotten his first haircut. Mm -hmm, Now he's six foot six. He's a big old boy. Some things change. Mm -hmm. It was not the same kind of a sucker. It was completely different. Right. He was not the same. Mm -hmm. He'd grown 60,000 inches. (laughs) Everything in the world can have the opportunity to change. But Uh the Bible says, I'm the Lord, I change not. I'm the Mm -hmm. same yesterday, today, and forever. Things may change for bad. Things may change for good. But the word of God never changes. My friend, if you want something that I would call stable in an unusual season in our nation, get in the word of Mm -hmm. God. He's the author and the finisher of our faith, Jesus and the finisher of the faith that comes by mm-hmm. hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. And it's that faith that pleases God. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's that faith that God responds to. It'll sustain to. us. Even through these wild times, Lindsay, God will sustain us. I've said it before. And unless I move, I'll say it again. Every time I drive out of my house, I drive past a gas station. Mm-hmm. You talk about something changing. Mm-hmm. You talk about something that can be scary. Mm-hmm. You talk about something that can be weird. Mm-hmm. Check the price of gasoline. If that mm-hmm. won't, um, I don't know, get you thinking. Mm-hmm. but the word of God doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So I want to encourage you today in every aspect of your life. I Thank pray for you, God Jesus. to minister yes. to you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. I pray for healing, healing, healing as Amen. you stretch out your faith, yeah. as you stretch out, let's call it simple, Receive your it. belief system, yes. your trust and belief system in the word of God almighty. And as you expect a miracle, I pray for God to do exceedingly abundantly far above Anything you ever ask or think in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Melissa, thanks for being here. Yeah, love it. Thank you, listeners, for being here. I yes. so appreciate it. And I want you to take something with you all day long, something that I believe firmly. You are worth more 
than you think. Bye-bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To connect with Lindsay on social media, follow her on Instagram at Lindsay Roberts Official. To get a copy of Lindsay's brand new book, Discover Your True Worth, simply search Discover Your True Worth on Amazon.com. We'll see you next week.